0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Hope Labs. Uh, we're connecting thought, word, and deed. And I'm excited today. I've got Brother Bernie Fowler here uh, from Farming for Hunger. Brother Bernie, how you doing?
1: Man, brother? I'm doing great. It's great awesome. to be here
0: today. Man, it's great to have you with me today. Um, I'm just always excited to just be connecting with you. Now, look, man, you I, I want people to hear about the kind of work you all are doing um, and how for you, how it comes from a place of faith. Um, I, I'm really in terms of, and how God has kind of expanded your work to do so much. So first, tell folks about Farming for Hunger.
1: Well, Farming for Hunger uh, really formed in 2012, and it was after the downturn in the economy back in 2008 in the real estate uh, market and construction. Um, I, I had a really low place in my life. I was no longer in control, uh, feeling really hopeless. I uh, had to lay off the last of my 14 employees. I was facing bankruptcy. Went through a divorce, uh, hit rock bottom. Right. And uh, it was a point where I think uh, God put me in time out for about three years mm-hmm. and said, I'm going to get your attention. And uh, if you're willing to jump in with this uh, project, I've got something for you. It didn't happen overnight, it was a process. Uh, but in 2012, we founded the, the nonprofit Farming for Hunger to grow healthy, fresh fruits and vegetables uh, for those uh, in need, uh, the working poor, if you will, that had also lost their jobs. Right.
0: Wow. And and, and so, uh, you know, people may hear that, you know, you, you're helping to feed or, or you're growing fresh fruits and vegetables. I know you've done work with like the Maryland State Food Bank or those kinds of spaces uh, about how much vegetables and fresh foods, you know, are, are you really producing in a, in a year or
1: over time? Oh, sure. Well, uh, over since, since 2012 to the day, we've exceeded 10 million pounds of fresh fruits and vegetables <laughs> that we've grown. Uh, we welcomed over 20,000 volunteers to the farm to help harvest. We've actually welcomed and worked with 114 uh, felons from the Maryland Department of Corrections that, that come out and part of a workforce uh, Monday through Saturday with us. Formed relationships with them, which then led itself into a second chance programs, next steps for them, employment, uh, and so on and so forth. So it's just absolutely been a blessing. What I thought was, uh, you know, growing food for the the community turned into really understanding what is hunger mm-hmm. and hunger comes in a lot of different ways mm-hmm. and when we start to understand that is when we dove into working with the men from the department of corrections working in with individuals uh, uh with addictions and alcoholism mm-hmm. and even education for our youth mm-hmm. to know about making the right choices uh setting the mindset at a young age
0: well then talk a little bit even if you're talking about hunger and the range of hunger i, I Dealing with food insecurity and, and how people really are. I mean, you're, you're talking about hundreds of millions of pounds of food. That, that, that means that there have been people who have needed that food. Um, talk a bit about the need that you're finding in communities um, throughout the state of Maryland.
1: Yeah, it was really surprising for me, to be honest with you. I went to a, a, a food drop that the Maryland Food Bank was putting on. And I was surprised all the people that I recognized, actually folks that worked on uh some of my houses back when I had my construction company mm-hmm. and it was really eye opening to me uh, those individuals teachers uh, mm-hmm. nurses and that I knew that were struggling mm-hmm. uh, that came there to get fresh fruits and vegetables and I knew we wanted to do something to uh, you know to help and assist as much as we could. Uh, we did see that there was uh, some some food out there that wasn't as healthy mm-hmm. that was being handed out and mm-hmm. just didn't set right with me mm-hmm. And I said no, we have farms in southern Maryland. We should be able to grow You know healthy nutritious food for people I think what's been amazing for me because you, you have helped open my eyes and just as I've been really kind of
0: dealing with Even what's happening in the suburbs and just the whole suburbanization of poverty um, it, it is looking at people who are food insecure um, people who um, When I used to think about hunger, I used to think about just dire poverty. Right. Um, But now I'm realizing that people who are making decisions about whether to eat one meal um, or um, if they eat one meal, their kids can eat two. Right. Um, Or if they forego medicine, then they can feed the family for that. You know, that kind of a piece. Um, and, And looking at people who are making these life and death kind of decisions around food, and it's people who are going to work right um it's not just people who aren't going to work people who are unemployed etc but these are people who are in houses people who are going to work like you said the working poor and and, and so talk a bit about kind of how how that has impacted even how you see your work
1: yeah well exactly uh i think that's where the term working poor came from it it was eye-opening the amount of people that you know have to make these adjustments in their life. Food is not cheap, mm-hmm. and they have to make adjustments. And and so, uh, you know, we were really shocked when we started the nonprofit. I had a different mindset mm-hmm. of who may be coming to the table to get food. So it was eye opening for me. And as we travel to different areas and start new locations around the state, uh, it's still pretty much the same. Whether we're in Prince George's County or uh, the inner city or even on the uh, the midshore of the Eastern Shore, where it's all farm country. Uh, we're, we're seeing these food insecurities and uh, uh, we're, we're, we're learning a lot.
0: So I, I know, having known you and have been blessed to meet you, um, that you're not just about giving away food or, 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 or giving away fish, but you're about teaching people how to fish. Talk a little bit about the work that you're doing, really trying to educate people um, about how to grow their own food and those kinds of things.
1: Well, we started, uh, first of all, we started Growing Food Matters Initiative in elementary schools Mm -hmm. to really build relationships and and teach kids how to grow food how to eat healthy and also how to make healthy choices Um, and then in turn over time they come out as middle school and high schoolers and we utilize the services of the men from the department of corrections and do team building exercises about social and emotional challenges that our kids are faced with today Mm -hmm. uh, which has really been a blessing on both ends because the men want to be better fathers when they get out of prison and present in their children's life and the children receive a, a wealth of knowledge that they probably wouldn't receive in any, any other way um, in addition we started working with the university of maryland extension master gardener programs and and figuring out a way how we get food to the title one students mm-hmm. and then also to their families and this year we're implementing where we're actually going to start having. Uh, training classes to teach these families how to grow their own food Mm -hmm. and we're going to assist by bringing raised bed gardens Mm -hmm. building them with the men from the Maryland Department Corrections at the farm delivering it to their houses and showing them how to grow their own food I mean what a blessing that is to be able to grow your own food and have that conversation with your child Now, something you've also shown me
0: is that you don't have to necessarily have outdoor space to grow food um, and, and you all are also teaching that in some of the elementary schools. Talk a little bit about the initiative you all have with some of the tower gardens. At the sure,
1: the, the, the tower gardens, it's, a, it's an aeroponic growing system. It's about six and a half feet tall with LED lighting. So it can go right in the classroom with the elementary school children. So we pledged to put one in every elementary school in Southern Maryland. And as we work through Calvert, Charles and St. Mary's, we're now happy to say that we just launched With the first 25 schools that are going into prince george's county close by here panorama has already received their garden and are about to have their first harvest so that's something that we're really excited about and our goal is to go to every elementary school in prince george's county to teach kids about healthy eating and healthy choices
0: Um, i'm excited because here at the church uh, we've been doing some work with you all and so um, we're looking forward to having um a tower garden there's a bunch of tower gardens in here um, and having our own little Inside Hope Farms um, Absolutely. inside the church. Um, but I'm also excited about the work we're doing. Um, and we should just talk a, b- a bit about the partnership we have with Iverson Mall, the Shops at Iverson. So a Community of Hope is inside of a, a shopping center, a shopping mall, Shops at Iverson. And we have come together, partnership with them, partnership with Bernie, National Design Center. Um, the mall has given us 20, about, about 20, close to 20,000 square feet. Yeah of um, parking lot area. And we're gonna be sh- building out um, a community garden back there. Um, just talk a little bit about kind of how that process has been for you.
1: Well, it's been amazing. Uh, it started with uh, you know all of us getting together and being introduced and, and kicking the idea around. Uh, on our heart was to start going closer to uh, the, the inner cities and the urban areas. And it's a perfect location to come to, uh, to put raised beds in. The men from the department of corrections have been uh, working putting together close to 60 raised beds that'll be coming here to iverson mall Uh, as a matter of fact they're starting to get delivered now and uh it'll be a great opportunity for the community to come out get involved get their hands in the dirt uh working together as community with a purpose of serving others at the same time but utilizing the same location to educate our children Uh, i'm really excited because one of the uh, our ex-inmates, uh, Anthony McNeil, is now uh, a, a, he's a staff member with Farming for Hunger, and he will be our uh, director for running the gardens uh, for the Farming for Hunger piece. And he will also be able to talk with the youth about you know consequences, the choices that you make, and there's other alternatives out there. So again, when I talked earlier, uh, hunger comes in a lot of different ways, and, uh, and this is a way that, another way of hunger that we can kind of address it we're excited because he'll have an office
0: here um at the church at the um, church and and so he'll be able to work out of here and so we're just so excited about the work that's going to be happening to garden
1: what's exciting for me is i really believe it's going to become a model Mm -hmm. that we'll be able to take to other locations Mm -hmm. around the state uh and in other cities Mm -hmm. and i think uh, we have a great opportunity here to demonstrate that working together with the church and the community and the businesses coming together, uh, giving folks food and also second chances, hope. Uh, So it's really exciting. to to partner up here with the the police
0: department has even uh, said that they want some um raised beds they want some beds um that they'll have here with us because they'll have officers and what a joy that's going to be you've got officers working with community working with returning citizens absolutely all together in the same community in the same mix of being able to deal with these kinds of issues as well as the fact that uh um the school system will be sending people down here for field trips for field trips um and so it'll be a demonstration garden as well Um, as well as it won't just be a garden. And that's what's great because it also have performance space to it. So it has some staging areas have areas for people just to relax. So to be community space and garden space all together, as well as some um, playground space as well. So, um, brother, it's been great working with you on this project. I mean, it has been mind
1: blowing for me. It's been a blast for us and we look forward to, uh, getting this up and going and, uh, starting to plant some seeds. Oh man. Now last (laughs) thing, um,
0: As you started doing this work, you talked about some of the work you've been able to do um, um, with those who are incarcerated Mm -hmm. um, with the Department of Justice. What was that transition? What was that process like in starting to work with those brothers and sisters from the Department of Justice and then being able to utilize that as a reentry tool and helping folks to get the kind of tools they need to to come out?
1: Yeah, honestly, uh, Monday through Friday, originally, we needed needed help. You have to harvest the the produce when it's ready to be harvested and volunteers only came out on the weekends. Mm -hmm. We were really blessed with a phone call from the Maryland Department of Corrections and said, Hey, we have a pre-release center that's only 10 minutes away from you. Mm -hmm. We heard what you're doing and we'd love to uh, offer some of the men from the Department of Corrections to come out. Uh, They were very reluctant when they came out Mm -hmm. after telling them what we were going to be doing, how we were going to be serving families and children and single moms and grandparents. Uh, they got really excited we've never looked back Uh, but it was into the start of the second year Mm -hmm. that really realized uh, learning their backstories Mm -hmm. why they were in the situation that they were in uh, that we need to do more and um, we were able to to start a second chance program Mm -hmm. to really get them ready for uh, re socializing Mm -hmm. uh, employment housing and uh and just welcome them back to the community and what better way than having the community come to them by helping to harvest the food and working together really getting to know them and go wow you know there's really something to this individual and maybe the stereotype and the label needs to disappear because right. i really like this guy right. and i like working beside him <laughs> right. and i'm ready to give him a chance right
0: that's wonderful man look salute to you salute to all the work you're doing Um, And I'm just excited to see all that you continue to do, especially with this work in the schools. Um, And I I just salute the fact that out of your faith. um, Well, well, let me ask you this last question. Last question. Um, How if you're thinking about churches, how can faith institutions get connected, um, especially around some of this hunger, these hunger issues and the food insecurity stuff?
1: so there's a lot of opportunities one you can come out as a congregation to help harvest food Mm -hmm. box package help distribute Mm -hmm. you can come out and work side by side with an incarcerated individual or Mm -hmm. somebody that's returning you can be part of the solution for that returning individual Mm -hmm. so as men come out from working with us and they're coming back to neighborhoods right here minutes away from our location Mm -hmm. Churches can reach out and embrace those individuals and say, hey, we're here to support you. And if you need anything, uh, we, we've got your back. I mean, it's, it's a way to be the church. Now help some of those churches who aren't in
0: this region as they're thinking about, wow, I thought about a garden, I, I never thought about a garden, but we've got plenty of land. I've never thought about, you know, these kinds of things. What are some ways or who might they reach out to um, in order to kind of get some of the expertise to help them along? the journey.
1: Well, they could contact us at farmingforhunger at gmail.com mm-hmm. uh, and reach out. And we would be glad to send them information to them, mm-hmm. share the work that we've done in the past, uh, what works, what mm-hmm. doesn't work. We've got a mm-hmm. few seasons under our belt now mm-hmm. and um, just really guide them along the way. We'd be glad to help consult with them, mm-hmm. um, you know, so they could, they could get something started.
0: All right, my man, Bernie Fowler. Appreciate you, Yes, sir. Great right. Right. to see you. Bless you now.